money got into our heads. Neurons got, got, got exposed and circuits got rewired. I think you should leave. No! What are you doing? I gotta find out what's gonna happen, where it's gonna happen. He's delusional. You watch where you going! You swore to me that this was fail-safe. No leaks, no glitches. I will do whatever is necessary to protect my son. Don't be that guy. That's Mark. He's Mike. Yeah, that's gonna be episode right over. This is episode two hundred thirty. I'm Mark. He's Mike. I think it started just great, just fine. Uh, it felt short. It felt <laughs> short because I forgot the number. Yeah. How will people know what number it is? I guess they can just look at the uh, title. It's always written there, but uh, yeah, it's just, it just didn't feel right. It sounded right though. I, I corrected it. So now, now, yeah. Um, can I? Can I start with the Mike Wright snacks? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's been a bit... Is it related to movies? Do you, could you eat this while watching a movie? I think I did eat this while watching a movie. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's the movie we're talking about today, but I did eat this while watching a movie recently. Um, let's talk about Jolly Rancher Pop-Tarts. Interesting. So, I like Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. I eat a single Jolly Rancher every day. Ah. I buy a bag of them. Did not know that. Yep. I eat a single Jolly Rancher every day. They're at work in my desk drawer. Uh After lunch, I'll have a Jolly Rancher. I buy a bag. It lasts like two months at work. There's about 60 pieces. Yeah. In a bag. So, probably less, but, you know, I'm only working five days a week. Let's say 50 pieces. Yeah. Like, if you look in my trash can by my desk, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this dude's got a candy problem. Right. But I don't. It's just, I don't have, I don't create a lot of trash. No one so goes by and empties your trash. Yeah, we don't have, we have to empty our own, so yeah. I don't have to eat that much, but it's just like Jolly Rancher wrappers. But I have one a day. So, I like Jolly Ranchers. Pref- I really prefer the watermelon Jolly Rancher. It's a favorite. I, I'm not, I know I'm not going out on a limb there. Most people like the, jo- the watermelon. And so, I was like, oh, shit, there's these... I was looking at Pop-Tarts, because I like to buy strawberry, unfrosted Pop-Tarts. Mm. Like, well, shit, there's these watermelon Jolly Rancher Pop-Tarts. They're frosted, but I'm going to give them a try. You know, special yeah. limited edition. Okay. So I wanted to get them before they were gone. Uh, that's gross. They were not good. I think it's the frosting for me. Yeah. If they weren't iced, I think it'd be just fine. Mm-hmm. But I gotta give those. That's a double thumbs down. I that's think a double thumbs down. Now, if I have no problem with the uh, the frosting on a pop tart, it could be the filling because sometimes the fillings they get weird. I had a uh, orange crush pop tart a couple months ago, and that was not good. Hmm. Yeah, maybe that's it. And it's the filling. I think they do something. Okay. It's not just it's because you think Jolly Rancher. Okay, it's just a fruit, right? Strawberry filling. Right. No, they do something to that filling to make it like, no, nah, it's not just strawberry, it's candy. Ah, uh, that could be. And same thing with the orange. Like, it wasn't just an orange Pop-Tart, it was orange like, soda. it was orange soda Pop-Tart. Hmm. Yeah, see, it's hard for me to judge. Yeah. Because I hate the frosted Pop-Tarts. Mm-hmm. The only ones I like are the brown sugar cinnamon. Mm-hmm. The frosting on that's fine. It really complements the filling. And I think I had like one of those chocolate ones. Yeah. That had on there, I'm like, oh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But the frosting on the fruit ones, to me, 
there's such a contradiction. Mm. The, the the frosting is just so hard and just pure sugar sweetness. Mm. But the filling's got that fruitiness. I think it just kills it. Yeah, my palate is not as um, as refined. <laughs> so I mean, pop tart. It doesn't eat, like it's gone in like ten seconds. It's usually just like all right, what we got? I'm usually on the move if I'm eating a pop tart. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's why I like the pop tart. I'll buy toaster pastries. Yeah, I will, especially when they're on sale. Mm-hmm. I'll buy them. I love them. They're delicious. But the pop tart, you just grab and go. Yeah, toast pastry. That, that's a that's a that's a sit down breakfast. Yeah, yeah, and. I like a like from my home and I got a pop tart. Mm-hmm. I'll throw that in a toaster, heat it up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's good. But they're good grab and go. Yeah, but I don't like that frosted shit. Oh yeah, I, I'm anti that. I don't like that unfrosted. Yeah, does not even register with me. I just go. That's crazy to me because I find it so revolting. Shove it in my mouth. You have to like bite through it. It's like this crunchy shell. God, I, I hate it. The texture, yeah. the flavor. It's one of those things, like, it's like a sound that only you can hear that no one else does. Because, like, when I eat a Pop-Tart, all I can taste is that filling. It's strawberry, it's cherry, it's blueberry, it's whatever it is. That's, that's all I taste. The crust and the, like, doesn't even register for That's me. so funny. Just grab and, yeah. Well, I'm going to advise people to stay away from these Jolly Rancher. Yeah, let's stay away from Jolly Rancher. They're yeah. limited edition, but you know what? You just let this one go. Yeah. They had green apple also, which I didn't try. Let's also say, uh, don't, don't... Do the orange crush. All right. So no green app. No 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 jolly. Just stay away from Jolly Rancher. Yeah. Stay away from the orange crush. Yep. Dip into some of those others. Maybe it was slice, but it was definitely an orange soda brand. Did those peanut butter pop tarts I review have frosting on? Do you remember? I think they did a couple years ago. Yeah, I think they had a chocolate frosting. Those were okay. I remember yeah. those being okay. Stick with those. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or a good strawberry. Who doesn't want the strawberry pop tart? Go strawberry, no, no yeah. frosting, and you were you were maybe a, made in the sun. Maybe a blueberry, blueberry unfrosted. Yeah, I don't. You're you're set. I'm a pop tart guy. Uh, only when I'm uh, only when I'm in Vegas. They have billions of flavors. Do I indulge in pop tarts? You had that deep fried pop tart the other day. I did have a deep fried pop tart. That was strawberry frosted, battered deep fried. It was pretty tasty. It and looks they, good. And then they cover it with uh, Fruity Pebbles. I would I would have requested no Fruity Pebbles. Classic fair food. If it was me. Oh, not see. It was a, it was, it was a brand new concept to me. So I go, well, let me let me try it as the chef, as the chef would prepare yeah, it. Yeah, that's know, a good I, point. I don't want to tell them, like, I don't want to go in there and start calling the shots. Now, were the Fruity Pebbles adhered to it with anything, or they were just sprinkled on? Sprinkled on. on. That's, but that's the bat, it was fresh out of the fryer. So they kind of stuck to the grease, They stuck, probably. and they kind of got a little warm and a okay. little, yeah. Because any of that other deep-fried fare, yeah. all they do is powdered sugar on Mm-hmm. Why the Pop-Tart do they put the Fruity Pebbles on? I don't know. I think it's a good call. I think they should put on more things. Because <laughs> a Pop-Tart, deep-fried, it got very mushy. Mm. Um... Is very cakey. Maybe that's why to keep a little texture. So there, the the fruity pebbles added a little crunch. So okay. I don't, you know, if you do like a, but like a Twinkie, that's already cakey. You fry it's just it's just cake. Maybe a little crunch in there. But I guess it's a Twinkie, so there's not really a crunch to begin with. So. Right. Well, first, I've never had a fruity pebble in my life, uh, and I don't ever intend to eat a fruity pebble. Yeah. Second, I've had a deep fried Snickers, and the batter got crispy on the outside. Okay. Which was kind of cool. Yeah. But the thing inside just disintegrated and melted. Oh, even with like the nuts and everything. Yeah, I mean, it was just like molten yeah. chocolate cake. It was good. I enjoyed it, but... I think Fruity Pebbles, 
as a cereal. It's not very good. But I think they found their calling being sprinkled on things. Okay. We, we were at a ball game, and it was like, get an ice cream sandwich, roll in some Fruity Pebbles. I was like, this is what Fruity Pebbles should be for. Garnish. Yeah, you make a cake, put some Fruity Pebbles, sprinkle some Fruity Pebbles on there. <laughs> Whatever, don't put it in a bowl and cover it with milk. Yeah, yeah. That's the last thing you should be doing with it. But yeah, you know, sprinkle it on some stuff. I don't know, strawberry shortcake? Sprinkle some uh, Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Get creative. Just don't put it in a bowl and put milk to it, because it'll be ruined in 30 seconds. And you can't eat a bowl of cereal in 30 seconds. You can pop tart in 30 seconds, you can't. You know. Mark can eat pop tart in thirty seconds. Oh I, yeah, it's both of them. <laughs> yeah, you don't even separate the two. No, I eat like a, you yeah, eat it as one. Just, just yeah, one thing. Uh, do you remember a movie you were watching when you were in? Uh, this, was, this is our segue into what are you watching? I. It might have been Sing. I checked okay. out Sing. Uh, the the cartoon cartoon movie about singing. Oh. Uh, it was pretty good. good. It was cool. It was fun. It was a kid's show, but it was fun. It was better than A Pet's Life or whatever. Uh-huh. Watched that recently. No, Sing of that. The, no, of the two animated, I would say Sing is better. Okay. Uh, yeah, other than that, I haven't, I haven't watched it much since the last show. Yeah, okay. About, about a week in between that. Yeah, I mean, I dipped yeah. into the deuce. Right, we talked about that. Yeah, but other than that, I, I haven't really, I haven't watched any shows or anything. Yeah, just been kind of. Uh, I got a Nintendo Switch. Oh, I've been playing Nintendo Switch. That, that, that's gonna take up some yep. time. Yep, I bought a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. my brother, my brother talked me into it. Yeah. This week, you know, we 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 had a three day weekend, so I was able to dip into some movies. Uh, nothing I really wanted to see. We watched uh, War Dogs. That was on HBO. I don't want to dip into this. Very fascinating story. Um, did it make for the best movie? It was like a, it's a solid C plus. That's like um, uh, that's the movie with um, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill, Miles and, Teller, and um, Michael Sarah, and they're trying to get laid. Uh, that one? No. <laughs> Jonah Hill and Miles Teller are um, uh, essentially. No, I don't like Miles Teller. He, I think I, he's good. I liked Whiplash. He's a good, but yeah. not because of him. We've talked about this. What are their uh, uh, what? Are, I, I think I'm going to Michael Sarah. Miles Teller's. Do you hate? I hate him, but I haven't seen him as those um, young adult fiction movies they mm, made. That's true. Those don't register with me. So I have no opinion. But I hated the woman. I hated the woman. Shailene Woodley. I hated her too until I saw Big Little Lies on HBO. Then I'm like, ah, she's cool. Yeah, see, I, don't, I have no opinion about her. Mm. They were in a movie called... Uh, Dissension or something? Ascension? No. So they had those movies, but then they had like, um, like a drama they were both in. I thought they were both very good. And I was like, I have no opinion about... I was like, oh, this, she's a good actress. She'd be in more things. It's like, oh, she's in a huge uh, uh, franchise. For young adults, like, I don't know. I don't know. It looks dumb to me. <laughs> so, good for her, I guess. It yeah. is always weird where you go, this guy should get more work. And it's like, uh, he was in The Twilight. He's he doing in, pretty good for himself. He was in, like, all the movies. I was like, I, I don't know. I don't... He's been off my radar for ten years because he did six Twilight movies. They should be in more things, though. Uh, yeah, no, it's them. Um, based on a true story, they're, they're, they sell guns to the U.S. government. It's a fast, it, it was like interesting story, but the movie is a C. And then we watched... Uh, loosely based on a true story. Loosely based. Very loosely. Like, it, there's 
they they come out way and it's like oh no. some of the stuff's fictionalized. But did I the, mention last week I saw Nocturnal Animals? You did. Okay. Highly recommended. It. Yes. You call it the uh, spiritual successor to Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. So check those out. Because that Jake. That's what I wanted to watch. Was Nocturnal uh, Animals. Yeah. You should have. Now I'm in a rut where I mentioned it to my girlfriend and, or my wife, and she goes, uh, "Well, that sounds interesting. I want to see that." Yeah. But we didn't. We saw War Dogs because we thought Nocturnal Animals might be a little heavy for you know just chilling out on a Sunday afternoon. And then we watched Going in Style, because she loves old people doing crazy things. This is uh, Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman, Alan Arkin. The bucket List 2? They rob a bank. Jesus Christ. Essentially, it's Bucket List 2. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. That? De Niro in that? No De Niro. Of course. It's, it's those three guys. He's too busy doing movies with, uh, yeah. what's his name? Al Pacino. The other guy. Uh, the, the guy from Neighbors. Oh, yeah. I can never think of that guy. Zac Efron. Zac Efron. Yeah. Um... It's not good, but I guess I love a heist movie. The best part of the movie is when they like they show how how, how they get away with it. Mm. I, I love that in any. This movie is not very good. I'm interested in how they rob the bank. How's Alan Arkin though? He's probably pretty good at it, right? Yeah, you know, all three of those guys are good. I love Alan Arkin. Arkin's great. Michael Caine is really good in this kind of funny comedy. Morgan Freeman's, you know, he he's he's got this. Old guy, stick down. Uh, Had it down for years. Yeah, yeah, they're all good. But uh, as far as the movie, like it's, it's kind of a dumb concept, right? Like, yeah, senior yeah. citizens rob a bank. I think like you know what you're gonna get when you start that movie. Yeah, you know if you're entertained and got mm-hmm. a chuckle, it was probably a success. There, there were a couple chuckles. Yeah, and they they do they they rob a bank, and I, I'm yeah. very intrigued. Um, yeah, I love good heist. Yeah, they need to start remaking heist movies, so we can review those. I guess we got Ocean's Eleven. We can do that one day. Yeah, that's a remake, and then all the sequels. We'll all start the, the Ocean's series. Yeah. Uh, Point Break. We'll see how much bank robbing they do from the remake trailer. Doesn't look like they do any bank robbing. <laughs> Just a lot of surfing. Yeah, not even surfing. They, they ride like motorbikes and skydive. Who's <laughs> about surfing? So if you were going to compare, what was it called? Going in style. Going in style to like a hell or high water. Ooh. What's the better what's the better bank robbing movie? Ooh. Well, jeez, that's tough. Hell or high water. Better movie. Who had the better plan? Might be the guys from Going <laughs> in Style. They they had a plan. I mean, Hell or High Water, that's just a stick up film, you know? I mean, yeah. They, they dispose of the cars, and then you know they, they show you how they you know launder the money. But I mean, going in style, they had masks, and, and they all, did it in style, I assume. Yeah, they had elaborate schemes, like blend in with like a group of people, and you know have alibis, and it, yeah, I like that stuff. <laughs> Taking like, notes, yeah, like when they go on, you know, they they, they got on surveillance. It's like, well, how are they gonna get out of this one? And then they show you how they got out, and I was like, well, I like that. <laughs> so you like. Every heist movie, because they always do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, Ocean's Twelve is stupid because <laughs> they just pickpocket the guy. I, I don't like, remember Ocean's Twelve. Hey, they pickpocket him on the train. I was like, I'm not sure I've seen Ocean's Twelve or Thirteen. Well, that one's dumb. I don't even know what happens in Thirteen, but Ocean's Eleven, great. Yep, that seen whole that. you know. No, I know I've seen that. They, you know, they they rob the bank. What we're seeing actually didn't happen. Like that's great, but Twelve, they just pickpocket like. Well, then why do you have 12 guys? Why'd you have to get a team together if you're just going to pickpocket them? 
One guy could have done that. Um, I don't know, man. I could just spoil it for me. You're better off. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Um, I mean, I didn't tell you which guy picked Bobby. That's true. You didn't. You didn't. I'm guessing it was Clooney. Well, from 11, we know that Matt Damon's the pickpocket. Right? <laughs> uh, so you just follow that. <clears throat> yeah. This movie we watched this week, there was, there was, there was no, no heisting in it. Uh, no? No. We decided to, to dip into... Unless uh, you count heisting someone's brain. <laughs> Inception style. <laughs> we decided to dip into a political thriller. Uh, a remake of 1962's Manchurian Candidate. We watched 2004's Manchurian Candidate. The same name. Uh, the original, 1962, starred... Uh, let me show on the right page. Yeah. Frank Sinatra, Lawrence Harvey, Angela Lansbury. Um, it's essentially... It's about uh, war veterans coming back from conflict. Uh, in the original, it was the Korean War. In, the, in this one, it's Desert Storm. Something happens... Guy comes back, he's very heroic, gets into politics. Uh, all the while, our lead, uh, Sinatra, and then in this one it's Denzel Washington, uh, Major Marco, um, he, he, things aren't sitting right with him, and uh, the way... He's trying to sleuth it out. Yeah, the way things happened, as people are saying it, it's not necessarily the way he's remembering it at yeah. this very moment. And what unfolds is a big conspiracy and uh, uh, brainwashing and all types of stuff. Um did you watch the original? Yes, I've seen it. Okay. Multiple times. I think at least, I've seen that movie at least three times. I, I did something I'm not proud of, but I kind of just pieced it together by watching clips on YouTube. All right. Yeah, I was going to rent it, and I was like, I, I don't know if I, I just, I didn't, didn't feel like I had the two hours. I was like, I'll get the gist. So I, I read the synopsis, and then I watched uh, some scenes on, uh, on YouTube. Very well received. 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it's... Pretty fucking good movie. Yeah. Black and white, that's gonna, that's gonna turn some people off. Like a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, not, it's gonna turn off a younger generation. It will. But then you hit a point where you. I was like that too. I hated I didn't want to watch a black and white movie when I was growing up. My mm. dad wanted to watch one, I didn't want to watch it. But as soon as I watched one that was fucking good, yeah. I was set. Do you remember what that was? It was probably It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. If I would name one, it'd be that. Because right, wonderful that's life. probably the earliest one I remember watching. Yeah. Uh, is Life is Beautiful? That, that's a black and white. Uh, is that black and white? I think that's all filmed. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah. Schindler's... Then the, the, you get a crazy one. Like, like Schindler's List is black and white, but it's made in like 1995. Yeah, that one doesn't really count. I don't think like either of those you can really count as like, no, black they're, they're, and white. No, because they're... they're that was a choice right. that they made was to yeah. film it in black or to, to display in black and white. I, although I have friends that are just like, yeah, no, it's not black, not for me. I was like, you're not gonna watch, you're not gonna watch Schindler's List. Like, yeah, it's black and white. I don't want to see that. It's gonna bore me. I know it. <laughs> I was like, based on, but do you really need color? They to, need color. Yeah, there's color in Schindler's List. It's a metaphor, and that's the thing too. Is like a, a, a well done movie that in the time of black and white pictures when they didn't have a choice, mm -hmm. they give it color with the shadow and the yeah. light, and it's really actually quite impressive. But then you see a bad black and white movie, and you're like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, 
This yeah, one. Yeah, Maturing Canada original. Yeah. Badass movie. Badass movie, and the critics seem to agree. And and the scenes I've seen on YouTube uh, looks great. It's it's well acted. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they do... Uh, I'm trying to think what the first black and white film I watched where I was just like, oh, this, this is great. It's probably something earlier, like... I always say like City of Life is like one of my favorite movies, but I saw that in college, and there had to be something high school where I was like, I don't know, this is right. great. Yeah, a movie made in nineteen fifty is, is, is good. Mm-hmm. Psycho, try saw the original Psycho. Tell you what, Citizen Kane, I think it's boring. Citizen Kane is boring. It is a boring. I'm not a fan of Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah, Psycho's a good one. Psycho's fantastic. Yeah, that's a really good movie. Psycho, that one's good. I feel like in high school with like a Hitchcock fan. It's rear windows. That black and white. I feel like there was colored. I think that. I think that the one was Christopher Reeves. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that was that one colored? No. Sure colored. <laughs> I think the Jimmy Stewart rear window. I believe there may be two versions oh, of that okay. movie. I believe it may have a color version that they did post, yeah. um, like a TMC kind of thing, like a, you know, some company bought it and. And restored it in color. Uh, I think, because I feel like I have seen that into in a black yeah. and white and a color version. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because all I can picture, I was like, no, I definitely feel like he was colored. But then, like you watch, I mean, there's like there's some like awesome uh, buggy movies, you know, mm. Big Sleep and and uh, the one in uh, what's the one in uh, in takes place in. Casablanca? Cuba? No, uh, Casablanca's black and white, right, obviously. Yeah. Havana? Is it called Havana? Bogart? And, uh, I don't know that one. It takes place, they're in a, they're like in a, a motel under yeah. siege by a storm, and there's mobsters there. Oh. Um, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. His Girl Friday, is that black and white? I like that movie. I, I now think, I now, oh, there's so my many. earliest memory now of a black and white film that I was like, oh no, I'm totally fine with this because I'm in the movie. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. That, that I must have saw when I was eight years old. Yeah. And had no problem yeah. watching a black and white film and just being like, no, this is good. This is yeah. great. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Watch black and white movies. They're fine. Check them out. You'll it's, see it. You'll see one that's black and white that's not good. They made bad yeah. movies back then, too. Yeah, that's true. Just because it's, also remember, just because it's black and white doesn't mean it's a classic film. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, definitely not. You it definitely want to. Still do the same things you do yeah. with today's movies. Go ahead and uh, check the director. Check yeah, the actors. It could be a Baywatch remake. We don't know. They got... Uh, I mean, they film critics still existed. You could, you could see reviews yeah. for old old movies. Um, oh, so this is a movie. Mike seems to enjoy it. it critics seem to enjoy it. They decided to remake it in 2004 uh, with uh, Denzel Washington, Meryl Streep, Leah Shriver, Jeffrey Wright, uh, John Boyd, and Vera Firminga. Solid cast. Jonathan Demi directs this. Um, I ref- I refused to see this movie when it came out. Did you? I absolutely. I had a roommate. He want. He was all about it. Okay. He was excited about it, and I said, "Fuck off." There's no fucking way I'm going to this movie. Was it because it was a remake of a, of a movie you really enjoyed? Yes. Okay. Yes. So this movie, I felt like, went under the radar for me. I was like, "Why have I never seen the Manchurian Candidate?" I love Denzel. Denzel. Is a great actor that like is secretly in like guilty pleasure movies, um, like The Equalizer. I just really like it's not a good movie, but he's good and it's fun. And I was like, 
Nigerian Game. This seems like a movie that I would enjoy. I love Denzel. I love a political thriller like this. Um, this opened, and I, I know probably what I went and saw and said, it, it opened third that week, lo- losing out to The Village of Born Supremacy. So... I, I probably went saw to, both those I movies went theater. to the village. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw both the village and Born Supremacy in movie theaters, and just missed Manchurian Candidate. Yeah. And it, not a good run on cable. Not a good HBO movie. Uh, so I just I never saw it. Yeah, I was like boycotting it. Yeah, but out of pure principle. But yeah, but se- I mean. My edge has dulled right over the years. You you are a young man. You are a college kid. Yep. You get to take stances I mean, like that. I'm sure at that time I still thought Citizen Kane was a good movie. Oh, I was convinced. I probably had copies of the DVD I was passing around. You need to watch this. Yeah. this is Citizen Kane. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I was taking the film appreciation class, and I was just like, yeah, and then you get older, and you're just like, no, this isn't good. It's boring. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was touting. I was like, "Oh, Boondock Saints is, is the movie of our generation." <laughs> now I'm ten years older. I was like, "Yeah, it's fine." You know, it would be better if it had Denzel Washington in it. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> How dope would that movie be? Uh, yeah, it's fine. But when you're young, you get to make these big proclamations. Like, no, I only watch the classics. Yeah, it's got to be part of the Criterion Collection. Or I'm, not, I'm not checking it out. <laughs> Um, so we did end up watching this. Uh, yeah. It, it's updated. So instead of the Korean War, it's the uh, Desert Storm. Yeah, it's like pre-Desert Storm, they say. Yeah. Like this like recon mission yeah. before actual Desert Storm or Desert Shield, whatever happened first. Yeah. And they are they are kind of vague about timeline. We, so they come back. Uh, in this, this one, uh, Denzel Washington, he plays... Uh, Major? Is he a major? Captain. Captain. Uh, is it Marco? Yeah. Know. Okay. Yeah, he, Captain the, the Marco. Their names are the same. Yep. And Leah Schreiber, uh, Schreiber taking uh, the Shaw role yep. as the uh, decorated war hero who saves his uh, platoon or band. The group. S- squad. I don't know. Squad. I don't know military terms. Yeah. Saves them from an attack. That it's probably uh, a platoon. Yeah. Yeah. No one quite. Um, that the details become fuzzy on later. Um, Meryl Streep takes the uh, Angela Lansbury role yep. as, as Shaw's mother, a senator from Virginia who um, uh, seems to be pushing Shaw's political career. He, he's become very successful as a congressman in New York, who then becomes the vice president candidate. Uh, all the while, Denzel. Congressman or governor? He, Cong- he was a New York congressman. Congressman? Okay. Yeah. Good uh, Yeah. Yeah, and all the while, uh, Denzel Washington, is, he, things aren't saying right. Then, you know, takes us down our, 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 our rabbit hole of, of conspiracy. Um, what did you think of the remake? I was pleasantly surprised Yeah, by it. I went in thinking, this is going to be a complete piece of shit. Yeah. But I was pleasantly surprised. I would say I enjoyed it. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know? For... I had the same thing too. I was like, okay, this is a movie starring an actor I like and an actress I really like. I was like, oh, this is Mel Street and Denzel Washington. How, how have I just not made time to watch this movie? I was like, well, it's probably because it can't be good. No one, talk, no one talks about Manchurian Candidate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was surprised, especially the second half of the movie. The first half, I, I was like, oh, this is why no one liked it. Uh, it, it was very disorienting. 
I don't know if, like, the actual filmmaking. I don't know if you Yeah, I know you feel. They do a lot of, um, you know, uh, angles, angles and weird, like, when you're seeing a back of a conversation and they just, like, Wes Anderson center on a guy. Yeah. It was weird. It's weird to see that. It's like, I don't know why it's weird. It just is to see someone just perfectly centered in the camera. Or, uh, you know, he, he encounters when he, he meets Jeffrey Wright's character and they just do, like, these weird, like, zoom-ins that are really fast and then everything's, like, normal again. It, it was disorienting, the, the first first part. And then I think it settles once... Maybe things are discovered, it settles... I'm sure it was a choice by the director to, like... Because right. I feel like it, they stopped doing that halfway through, and maybe there was a reason, like, there was a turning point where it's like, okay, now it's just a, you know, movie. Yeah, um... Though I found... Though I... It was a positive experience for yeah. me, I would say, like, not a great Denzel performance. No. Not a... Definitely not a great Meryl Streep performance. Mm-hmm. In fact, her performance... Was mediocre at best. Yeah, not a great John Boyd experience. No. Yeah. Maybe the the role of Lee of Schreiber's life though. I was thinking while watching, like this guy's underrated. We have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought the same thing. That Denzel. So, would the movie be better if the roles were switched? Denzel is Shaw. Lee of Schreiber is Marco. I say that because. Schreiber's character, he does more of the heavy lifting, acting-wise. Yeah. He gets to be this charming politician, but also this, like, meek, um, weirdo mama's boy kind of guy. And, because Denzel's character really doesn't have anything, like, just, it's not the best performance, and I also think there's not a lot for him to do. Yeah. It's, he, he's just a paranoid, um, you know, soldier returning from war. So, like, well, do you give the better actor and, you know, quote-unquote better, just, do you give him the... the Maybe they did. The better part. Like... Yeah, I... Because I, I watching think, it... I, I don't think it works if you flip it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because now you have Denzel as, like, he's not the lead of the movie. Yeah. But he has... I think Shaw's the better part. It just... His part was more interesting. That's I was one, I was like, yeah. I want more of him. Like, there were times where I was just like, yeah, I want... I just need more of his backstory. Uh, do you think we got enough in this film of their backstories? Oh, was there enough in the opening? I, I did feel like it just jumps in and it's like I, I actually don't know these characters very well. You get this weird opening with these cuts, and you see Leah Schreiber, and he he's a certain way. Um, and then it kind of cuts to now he's a congressman. And I guess it's part of the movie. He's like, I guess you don't know what happened or what changed. Um, but did you need more of his... Uh... I don't think I needed more of Shaw. Uh-huh. I thought they filled his backstory and as the movie went, fine. Yeah, Marco, yeah, probably maybe a little more for Marco. Right, because we don't know anything about him. Yeah, His opening scene is just him looking at a map and then he comes back and he's just this like kind of paranoid... Um, Guy, like, was he a a decorated war hero as well? Was he like the actual leader of right? You know, a guy you know his team looked up to. I don't know. He's, he's just there's a scene, and all of a sudden he comes back, and he's just kind of a you know weird kind of meek guy. Yep. 
wearing, you know, yeah, like, and when he's in his dress uniform and stuff, he just, like, looks uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Got a lot of medals, though. Lots of medals. A lot lot of ribbons. Lots of stuff on there. Um, What about more of the soldiers? Is this just a movie where you're fine, it's just kind of being a two-man act? We get Jeffrey Wright, and I thought Jeffrey Wright was actually really good in his two minutes of movie. Right. I was like, what was everybody else doing? Everybody else having dreams? No, I don't think so, because I think if you... I think if they do go into more characters like that, yeah. I think it would just wash out the main characters. Mm. Yeah, because I already felt like we did weren't getting an like my we weren't getting enough of Denzel to begin with. Now it's like, well, okay, well, now you're adding just a lot. Yeah, it's already I mean, kind of a two hour ten movie. I mean, we're gonna start talking about all these guys that are dead. Yeah. I don't know, who gives? A well, shit? who lived? You know, only two guys died. So but there were a lot of guys in that truck. Yeah. Yeah. What were they up to? Yeah, well, exactly. But maybe we didn't need them. What's their deal? Yeah. Um, yeah, this was an interesting... It was an interesting movie because I, I thought it was good. I thought it was enjoyable. But also, for like, not memorable. Yeah, I'm not going to watch this again. Never have to watch it again. Yeah. It's fine. I'm not going to pop it in. If I think, oh, I'm going to watch Maturian Canada, I'm going to watch Sinatra. The Sinatra. Frankenheimer. Picture. I'm not going to watch this thing. Yeah, you know. Based on so okay, maybe the answer to that is this a movie that they could just remake every 30 years? Because it's see, the the story itself is fascinating, and there's always going to be a war, and, the, and politics is always going to be an issue that is going to be like uh, topical. That this could just be a movie. I feel like every 30 years you can just remake it, and it'll be topical. But this one felt. Dated and also like it was fine, but it's just not something I need to watch again. Yeah, I mean, does Miles Teller play Marco mm. right now? Do we age him up? Fifteen. 15, 15 we gotta years. wait fifteen years. Okay. <laughs> Jonah Hill is shot. <laughs> and uh, uh, Emma Stone is uh, the mother. The mother. The conniving mother. The, the conniving. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Meryl Streep's character. Yeah, I, I don't... Or is this one like, yeah. I think you're done with this one. Just best enough to leave it alone. I, yeah, I think... I don't think it's one... Yeah. I don't think they do it. Yeah, it was it was a weird watch, because I definitely enjoyed it, but then I was just like, eh, it is what it was. Yeah, I watched it. It was like, oh, that was a nice... That was a good Sunday Sunday or Saturday night, whatever. Didn't cool. stick with me. It wasn't what I yeah. thought. It was actually hard kind of coming up with questions. I was like, what I watched was good, but I, I don't know. I... I really have no questions. It was fun. You, you get a B, I guess. B minus. And uh, well, let's move on. Next movie. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It's 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 a tough... It, it's good, but I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. But if someone watched it, I would probably just do the high pitch like, it was good. Yeah, what'd you think? And they go, yeah, it was good. And then <laughs> we wouldn't talk about it ever again. <laughs> so, yeah. It was uh, definitely tough. Um... Do you think this was kind of a, a, a downtime for Denzel Washington, this mid two thousands? He's coming off of a a pretty solid nineties. Okay, you know if you think Denzel, and I was trying to think like when I think Denzel, what do I think of? Crimson Tide, Malcolm X, probably Training Day. That's the one he was the Oscar for. I think of Man on Fire. Okay, Deja Vu. 
Those are what I think of. You, then this might be the time period for you because... So he ends 99, training day. High note, when's the best picture? I hated that movie, by the way. Oh, I love training day. Training I thought day. it was terrible. Yeah. I, I think... When they remake that, we're in disgust because <laughs> I, I love the original training day. And he's... It, it's... What about Denzel's performance? He wins Best Actor. I guess he was okay. I think this is... yeah. I just did not like that movie. Maybe it was my state of mind. I could, I should give him another shot, maybe. Uh, yeah, what's your name? Is that Ethan Hawke? Ethan Hawke. And uh, Denzel, and that's it. I don't know, Dr. Dre's in yeah, a car. Bit. Yeah, pretty, it's, it's, it's two men in a car for one day. Um, well, so, okay. So he wins the Oscar. Well, it's actually 2000 he wins the Oscar. Then goes on and does... John Q, Antoine Fisher, Out of Time, Manchurian Candidate, and I don't know if I necessarily like any. Like I'm sure all those movies are the same as Manchurian Candidate. It's like they're fine. Like John Q, I John like, Q's the son is sick. Hospital. He's yeah, essentially kind of like takes uh, a hostage. Yeah, the hospital. I was like that's fine. I think it's not one I'll ever need. To I remember. Watch again. I remember enjoying that when yeah. I saw it. Uh, out of time, I don't even remember. I I think it's Holly Berry. I, I don't think, think I saw that. Time travel, but then I always get that mixed up with Deja Vu. One of those movies, I think people say is bad, and one of them they go, oh no, that's uh, it's actually really good, no one just saw it. When was Remember the Titans? Uh, 99. Okay, so that was pre-training day? Yeah, pre-training day. And then, he does my training candidate, he comes back, Man on Fire, Inside Man. Both of those I actually really enjoy. Both those movies are badass. Well, yeah. I had forgotten about oh. Inside Man until right now. You know what? Great heist. That's a good heist. That's a good heist. When you see how they, they how they do it, I'm like, oh, that's genius. They put everybody in the suits. Yeah, that's I mean, smart. maybe he had a, f- a few rough years. Or what was the other one? Antoine Fisher. Antoine Fisher. Is that with Cuba Gooding? Oh, that's no, radio. that's, uh, that's, that's uh, Derek. I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of radio. Yeah, uh, Antoine Fisher is uh, Luke Derrick, just kind of a young. It, 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 it's it's a, his naval movie. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I saw that one. It's it it weird going through his IMDb of just like, oh yeah, because when you think of like, um, I don't know, who are the like, great, like Leonardo DiCaprio, you look at like Leo, you know, five Oscar nominations or wherever it was, and you look at the movie, and you're just like, oh man, all these are like, you just look, it's like, yep, great movie, great performance, great movie. You look at Denzel, five, you know, same amount of uh, Oscar nominations, a couple more wins, and then there's like Two Guns and Equalizer and... He just makes interesting movie choices. He's kind of yeah. like a Christopher Walken. I, it was kind of who I was thinking. It was like, yeah, Walken's a great actor, but then the guy just does so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if... Um, but yeah, Man on Fire is great. It's awesome. Yeah, Man on Fire and Inside Man. I, I like them both. Have you seen Equalizer? Because going through his IMDb, Equalizer 2's coming out. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's just... Um, I think it's kind of his taken. Hmm. Yeah. I bet it's awesome. Kind of a guy with a guy with a, a past that we're not sure about. Just works on a Home Depot. And he kicks the shit out of gangsters. Yeah, I didn't see that. That sounds yeah. awesome. That was one I saw on cable. I was like, Damn, this, this is good. He works at Home Depot for real. Uh, Denzel or the Equalizer? Oh, the Equalizer. Yeah. Oh man, he has a past. It's a Home Depot. What's that? I believe. I believe it's actually just a Home. I think they say it's Home Depot. Badass. And uh, yeah. He has some sort of military government past we don't know about. He's out of the life. Just a normal man working at a Home Depot. <sighs> Trouble pulls him back in. Sounds a little like Con Air. How so? Nick Cage was the military man. <laughs> you know? 
just an ordinary guy. Yeah. But as two lethal weapons. <laughs> that that move, Conair, has like the most ridiculous. Like, I I will. Uh, you're talking about a movie where they take a bunch of prisoners, put them on an airplane, they hijack the airplane. I'm all about suspending my disbelief. How he ends up in jail, I think, is still the most ludicrous thing in movies. <laughs> Guy pulls a knife on him. Three guys pulls a knife on him. They're like, your body is a lethal weapon, and you should have known better. It's like, well... What is that, wait, what is that accent you just did? Uh, that's my judge. That's my southern judge. <laughs> uh, yeah. sounded like a New Jersey mobster. Yeah, well, you know, the courts are corrupt. And he's like, 12... And then his lawyer's like, just plead guilty. Don't worry, you're a decorated war hero. And the judge's like, maximum sentence to prove a point? I don't... Right there, I was like... Hey, man. If you had to get him on that airplane. You had to get... Con Air is yeah, a once very... He's, once it, he's on the airplane, it's a fantastic, fun adventure. It is a very enjoyable movie. Just skip the first ten minutes. <laughs> just... Don't even ask why he's in prison. <laughs> just start with him in prison and you're cool. But just Shawshank him. Yes. He's just... He, he's wrongfully accused. Yeah. Wrongfully accused of a crime. And you're cool. It's those first ten minutes, I was like... I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need a better lawyer. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, man, I, just, I, I don't know if there's uh, much more we say about the Venturian candidate. Uh, did we need it? No. 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 I, I really, I, I don't think, um, I don't think we needed it. it just, which is weird to say about like a movie that I enjoyed. But no, I didn't, didn't need it. Denzel didn't need it. Meryl Streep didn't need it. Maybe Leif. I noticed that in the credits, I saw a Sin- the name Sinatra in some production credits. Yeah. I don't know if that's... Was a, it Nancy? Uh, I can't... Re- I thought it was a... Might have been Nancy. I thought it was Mary. I don't know if okay. that was a daughter it or something. Pulls up as a producer, right? Yeah, like yeah. an executive producer. So I don't know if, like, like... Yeah, your father was in this, you know, renowned film. We uh-huh. want to remake it. Can we get your blessing? And if we got it, here's your exact yeah. title. Or exec produced title or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe she had something to do with it. I don't know. Yeah, so not your name, definitely. Because definitely, uh, I just think anyone up. gets to be an executive producer in Hollywood. You just We're still it. waiting. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I don't think it means anything. Um, you get some points on the back end. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you get paid. <laughs> yeah. But you, you don't actually have to do anything. Right. You're not on set. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I. I'm just kind of going quickly. Yeah, nothing. Uh, Tina Sinatra. Um, she inherited the production rights from her father. Um, yeah, so she actually okay. she had the rights of the film, and then she yeah, I guess gave the blessing. All right, that makes sense. So yeah, it was uh, slip that out. It was Tina. Yeah, cool. So um, yeah, Manchurian Candidate. Yeah, we didn't need it. It wasn't a piece of shit. It no. was fine, but if do you have a better political thriller movie? Ooh, political thriller movie. Or government thriller? I mean, conspiracy can, movie? Can I say Air Force One? Ooh. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, that's, that's a thriller. It's, it's about the government. I mean, I would go with that. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the that's the first, when you say political, that's the first movie that came to my yeah. head. Um, I don't know if it was just because around, well, it wasn't even around the same time. I think this movie was almost, you know, six years apart. 
Enemy of the State. You know what I like about Enemy of the State and I love about a good conspiracy movie? Is that sense of, like, uh, helplessness. Or urgency. Yeah, it's really. just like, there's no escape. There's no escape. I feel like Denzel had plenty of outs in this movie. I should check out Enemy of the State again. It's been so long. Yeah. I bet I would thoroughly enjoy that again. That type of movie, or, and that's really what I think of, but I was just like, I, I do enjoy that, like, there's no escape. Everything he does, they're watching him. With yeah. this one, I was like, well, he has his allies, and there's he has supporters where... What about a... Well, Smith, he's out on, a, out on his own. Is there a mind control movie we can come up with? Ooh. Uh, a mind control. A good, a good brainwashing yeah, movie. Yeah, I could brainwash, mind control, yeah. hypnotized or something. Man, that's, I can't come up with anything yeah. on top of my head. I can come up with a cool conspiracy movie that I know I've mentioned on this show before. Yeah. Conspiracy Theory starring Mel Gibson. Okay, yeah, you, you've recommended that one. And who's the girl in that? Uh, Rene Russo? Is Rene Russo in that? Julia Roberts? Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool conspiracy movie. Oh, you know, I got one. Brainwash movie, The Naked Gun. <laughs> Reggie Jackson brainwashed to kill the queen. I do think that is better than this movie. You know, I, I would choose Naked Gun over yeah. Manchurian Candidate remake. You put two films in front of me. <laughs> doesn't even matter my mood. I'm probably nine out of ten times going to reach for the Naked Gun. <laughs> uh, yeah, that should be that should be something that should pop up more. Controlling someone else to do the assassination. Yeah. I'm going to have to scratch my head on it. There has to be more of them. There is one. I, it's at the it's at the forefront of my thoughts, but I can't get to it. Yeah. It's there. It's on the it's on the edge. It's in the periphery, and I just can't break through. And oh. I know there's one. Yeah. We're going to turn off, and it's going to hit you. Yep. Where, but yeah, someone is controlling. controlling I, I, I do like the... Uh, yeah. I, I feel like I can see the scene over and over again of someone activating the, the sleeper cell. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, saying the key word. Saying the key word, and yeah. then... Pff, Hits them. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah well, that's been sharing, Canada. If, if you have opinions, I assume you don't, strong opinions about the we can't come up with any. It just, it simply is just a movie in the millions of movies that already exist. Yeah. And you're, you're probably fine not watching it. Watch, uh, watch Man on Fire. Or you can watch it. Or watch it. You're, you're not, you're not gonna have a bad time watching it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a positive, positive movie. Make your own, make your own opinions on this one, Mike and I. We can't guide. This is one you got. You got to do it on your own. Yep. We can't guide you through it because <laughs> there's no wrong decision there. Um, but if you like the emails, anyways, let us know what you thought about it, or you can tell us reasons that you you don't want to watch it. You can email us at dvtgpodcast@gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, dvtg, or Facebook, and then uh, Stitcher and Google Play. Uh, Always uh, rate and review. We always like uh, we always like uh, rates and reviews. Sure, yeah, or share it. That's actually what I actually uh, more count is how many times we get uh, shared. Shares are cool. Shares, yeah. That way we know people are listening and they want to tell their friend. You should also listen to this if you're a big Manchurian Candidate fan. Maybe you'll love Vera Farmiga, and you don't want to watch The Departed again. I'm a fan of Vera Farmiga. What we got? We got The Departed. We got The Conjuring's. I haven't seen The Conjurings. What else we got her in? Um, wasn't she in that um, Psycho TV show? Oh, she is in the she's Psycho the TV mom. show. She is the mom. Yeah. <laughs> Another case of where I go, she needs more work. He goes, she's on a television show. 
She's acting. Yeah. You're just not watching the things she's doing. I don't know. She, she needs to be in she, more. She was in um, Up in the Air with George Clooney. She was in that movie. That, that is a very enjoyable movie. When they remake that, we'll talk about it. <laughs> well, that was a remake of Con Air. Oh, was it? Loosely That's based. That's true. I, I do remember when uh, Anna Kendrick... Uh, stole the bunny. Sto- steals the bunny, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that'll do it for this week. We, we'll, we'll decide the next uh, sequel and or remake to do next week. Uh, if you have any suggestions, you can tweet tweet us. Uh, but until then, don't be that guy. Guide to sequel and remakes. Skip those Jolly Rancher Pop-Tarts. I served under him. He was a good man. That's what the neighbors always say about serial killers. 